What are you saying? Wanda Elizabeth Olsen. Wanda Maximoff. I don't even. I don't even know what you're talking so about. She's got the like lightning fingers, doesn't she? Yeah, she's the the red wa- Scarlet Witch. You don't know who that is. She's so oh, powerful. Wanda is her name. Yeah, <laughs> Scar- Scarlet Witch's name is Wanda. Yeah, Wanda. I Maximoff. knew that, and you didn't. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> wow. I feel pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah you should feel good. I really just. Wanda. I was really like, I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> I, I choose Wanda. Hey, bro. Surely, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of And the Winner Is. We are your hosts. I'm Joey. And I'm Jen. And this is a podcast about things we like. And today it's about something we love again. It's about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all the Marvel movies. And we have a very, very special guest with us, Mr. Joe Praska. Hi. Welcome. Thanks. So happy you're here because I know nothing. I wouldn't say that I love this topic. (laughs) (laughs) You just don't watch enough Marvel, I guess. No, I've probably only seen a handful. Maybe How many do you think you've seen? I can list them. Oh, you can list them? Yeah. On one hand, if it's more than one hand. Yes, one hand. Iron Man 3. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Great to start with. Um, no. The, uh, the Avengers one. Oh. Uh, the Avengers oh, wait, one? Wait, wait, wait. No, it's the, um, the Civil War. The <laughs> Captain America Civil War. The Civil War, yes. The Civil War. Ant-Man. Okay. Uh, Black Panther. Okay. And that might be it. I've okay. seen half of Thor Ragnarok. You've definitely seen, you've got an eclectic mix of MCU movies. So you have five, so kind of a top so five. I, I could yeah. have top okay. five. I could tell you what my number one is out of that five when we get to it. Okay, right. yeah, okay. let's do that. All right. Um, I like it. Joe, you, have you seen all the movies? I have, yes. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll current up through Captain Marvel. Perfect. I That's the only one that I have not yet seen is Captain Oof, Marvel. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it this week. <laughs> I will try not to be too spoilery. Okay, okay. If that if that's making your list, yeah. Um, okay, well let's uh, let's get down to it now. Well, I have a question. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When before you got here, we were mm-hmm. talking about what to name the episode, and I said call it the Avengers, and Joey was like, "Well, it should be Marvel movies. Why can't it be called the Avengers?" I, I would defer to the <laughs> the expert Joe, but I have I have my thoughts, but I'll let Joe. Well, I wasn't in on this debate before. No, no. Um, no. I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I think it... I feel like... So here's, here's my I mean, it, the, the, the actual category. So it is the Marvel movies. that, But at the same time, we are not including non-MCU Marvel movies. Though, right? We're not including X-Men. We're not including the old Spider-Mans, right? Yeah. So the MCU is the only one that does have the Avengers. So we could call it the Avengers... What's your reason for not? Oh, that's a, that's a good that's an interesting take. Yeah, I I thought too that we in theory we could call it the Avengers because they do in technically all become Avengers, but then they're not all Avengers to start, so mm-hmm. it feels weird to call you know Guardians of the Galaxy one an Avengers movie. Yeah, fair enough to, to me. And then I also think of like the weird the uh, the things on the outskirts, like the new Spider Man. Is that an Avengers movie? That's probably not an Avengers movie, but that is a Marvel movie. And I mm-hmm. guess we'll have to decide, can we include the new Spider-Man? Is Spider-Man on the table? Spider-Man which, Homecoming, which Spider-Man? Far From Home? Um, Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, that one. Into oh. the Spider-Verse. You know, it's like, where does that fall? Oh, yeah, I've that's... also seen part of that. So I don't I think could... that's MCU, though, is it? Are we counting that in, in this? Uh, that's a great question. If we don't, that's fine. Does your list change? My list changes by one. <laughs> it, it, would, it would have been probably number four. So it's a little blasphemous, but I haven't seen that one yet. 
Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll omit in, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, but it's a great movie. For all that I've heard, it's it. fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, yeah. it's probably better for SEO to call it Marvel movies. Well, that's probably true. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My number five is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Just, oh, it's, okay. Oh, <laughs> Does that mean anything to you? No. Okay. The, the, all of the Guardians movies, just to me, are hilarious. Uh, James Gunn did a great job with these movies. I think I, that's that's really it. In short, there's not much more to say. I, it's a blast to watch. Everything in that movie is just a delight to the senses. I have one comment. Yeah. I just remembered. I've seen the first Guardians of the Galaxy up to the point where. Chris Pratt takes his shirt off because you said I had to see that scene. Oh yeah, that's because we, <laughs> we were watching Parks and Rec. Uh-huh. You know, like season one, season two, where Chris Pratt is he's like homeless at this point. Yeah. And he's you <laughs> know he's living, in pit, right? he's living in a pit. Yeah. <laughs> he's not very athletic. He's just like a normal dude. Um I it, I would say he's probably overweight at that point. But then you watch that movie and he takes his shirt off and he's just totally shredded yeah he's ripped it's like oh you you gotta see what a transformation, transformation. yeah yes. i was okay yeah. with you showing me that thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah chris pratt is great in those okay so guardians of the galaxy 2 volume 2 yes volume 2 yeah that Got is it. a good choice um i think that sometimes the second one gets a lot of unnecessary flack mm. but i loved it and it had a lot of really cool uh themes with family too and yeah. like family isn't necessarily blood and i really like that did you like it more than one? Uh, not technically according to my list, but I mean, <laughs> sometimes my list changes. This is what it is today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the reason it, number one is below number two for me is mm-hmm. because the ending of number one, I, I always thought was a little bit weird yeah. with the dance-off. Mm. It was too silly. It, it was hilarious, but it's like, would you really defeat a bad guy with a dance-off? I mean, that's, that's how fun they are. It, they're just so fun. Yeah, they're just, one is the perfect way to describe Guardians. Super fun. Yeah, and Kurt Russell rocked in that one too. Yeah. Yes, I just can't believe that we have a movie that exists where it's just Ego, the Living Planet, was translated from comics to screen so seamlessly. Okay, That's now you are insane. And <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. You you are also super into the comics, or you know all the comics. I, I mean, I'm not an expert. I read a decent amount of them, but I'm not the most well versed in Marvel comics out there. But I guess I know a little bit. Yeah, okay, you're Anchorman. I dabble. I dabble, dabble in dabble. flute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I dabble in MCU yeah. comic lore. <laughs> All right, what's your number five, Joe? Uh, my number five I put was the original Avengers. Ooh, the first good one. choice. Yes, I, uh, I think that it may not be the best movie out of all of them in general, but it's just so impactful in what it, what it set up for the, the universe. Um, it was a huge gamble for Marvel to take at the time to really throw those characters together and just see what would happen, even though they were all pretty big names and the movies before were popular. But uh, that's, I feel like that's really what set the precedent for why shared universes work now. Totally. And like, so and you could see the other side of that coin of that not working if you look at DC and Justice League did not come together as well. Nearly as well, yeah. They did such a good nicely. job Marvel. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's a really cool movie and a fun movie to watch. Did you see the Justice League? Justice League? Oh no, I haven't seen Justice League. Oh no, it's I'm I'm probably nicer on it than most. It's not awful, but it's no. It's yeah. yeah. We saw what did we see? It kind of turned us Wonder off. Wonder Woman. From, oh well, Wonder Woman was great. It, minus the third act. The third act was stupid. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, what I is Professor remember. Lupin doing there? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what scene I love in the first Avengers? Yeah. Is the scene with uh, when uh, Hulk mm-hmm. uh, grabs... Um, Loki. Thank you, Loki. And yeah. he's just smashing him on the ground. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is puny God, right? Yes. Yeah. Puny God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I think it's, it's, it is a great showcase for Loki as well. Like, is one of the better Marvel villains in the movies, especially at that point. There was really no one memorable. Yes. And he, and he came and he, and he's also, he'd been developed in Thor already and coming into the Avengers as the villain. Like he just, and Tom Hiddleston nails it. What a BA dude. What a man. What a man. Right. Well said. T Swift. What are you doing? (laughs) Leaving Tom Hiddleston? He can do better. He can. Yeah. And that's hard to say. He can do better than Taylor Swift. Yeah. But boy, (laughs) you might be right about that. Tom Hiddleston is a man. I think he just needs someone a little bit more like out of the limelight. He just seems like a normal guy. Yeah, I agree. All right, my number four is uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, I really love discovery movies, movies where a hero kind of discovers themselves or discovers their powers or like uh, discovers a world. And that sequence where he blows, like he's kind of scrawny in the one scene, then they run the experiment, and then he's giant. I love that transformation when he first becomes Captain America, I guess, or um, Steve Steve Rogers bulk mode, and then that sequence where the uh, I can't remember her name. She walks up to him and she's Peggy Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wants to touch his chest or his abs. I just think that's so hilarious. That's good. Yeah, I heard that that scene was actually uh, ad libbed. Really, in, in the sense that well, not ad libbed, technically, but like improvised. That that she kind of just did that and it was sort of a joke and they kept it in because it worked really well oh yeah that worked so well yeah that was delightful yeah that was great have you so side note have you watched agent carter the series seasons one and two no it's a good show yeah Yeah. is that on netflix i don't know i don't think so i do have the blu-rays if you would like to borrow them okay yeah Yeah, i'm pretty bad with for some reason it's hard for me to watch tv shows consecutively i'm a bad binge watcher oh he can't watch more than two episodes of anything in a row (laughs) But no, that's not to say that it doesn't interest me. No, I, I, I totally get that. My wife, uh, my wife Nicole, is the same way. So I'm, I'd be willing to sit down and watch like three, four, five. But she's kind of like, ah, two is good. I'm good with two. Yeah. But, but she still <laughs> loves the shows, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. What's your number four? My number four is Captain Marvel, the new one. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. And I don't want to get into too much, but just knowing what you said about Captain America, you will love it. It is a discovery, a discovery of powers, all of that kind of stuff is in there. That is awesome. Now, it I... Is, yeah, go on. I'm very. I was. I, I have to admit, I'm more nervous for Captain Marvel than almost any other uh, Marvel movie. Except, I was also very nervous for Ant Man, and that turned out to be awesome. It's a lot of fun. The, the reason I'm nervous about Captain Marvel is it looks like it looks a little bit like Dragon Ball mm-hmm. evolution to me. Like she looks the preview like she, looked horrible. To yeah, me. It looks the previews are like bad. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it looks like she's trying to become a Super Saiyan or something, yeah. and I'm I'm thinking. What is happening? This is this is weird, but it's, I'm so <laughs> it's, thrilled to it's learn. Very that it's good. So it's gotten mixed reviews, and I see that there are a lot of complaints with it. Um, I just did not really subscribe to any of those. I really, really enjoyed it. There's this really fun, uh, like buddy cop vibe between uh, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, and Nick Fury. So, and it's based in the '90s, which I think is is actually kind of fun. They play around with the '90s I setting the 90s. really well, yeah. Especially now that pop culture is like all over the '80s mm-hmm. right now, it's kind of refreshing to see a '90s thing. And that is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, and what what decade did you say is all over right now? '80s, '80s, yeah, totally. Yeah, everyone's all about the '80s. The vaporware stuff, the snares, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Captain Marvel is really great. It's it's a it is kind of it is an origin story, but it also starts off like she's been 
doing things in the cosmos for a while. Like it starts off like in space in, and I don't know how deep you guys get in the mythology of M- the MCU, but she's working with the Kree and they're fighting the Skrulls. Yeah, this alien races. doesn't mean much to much me. of anything. Well, it means less to me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I was just staring at you to see what would happen with your face, this? and you almost looked like you knew. Oh, did so I? That you was convincingly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can take it. <laughs> so here's a little bit of a little bit of history. I'm going to dive in a bit. Oh, please. The Avengers yes. features the Chitari as the the sort of faceless horde villain, right? It's this alien race that Loki takes with him to destroy New York, right? That's the Chitari. The Chitari is what they're mm. called. See, I love this. Yeah. I'm so happy. So you're here. the the Skrulls, the villain, the the villains in Captain Marvel, they're uh, I don't want to necessarily say villains, but they they're at war with the Kree, and those are the blue guys. If you remember Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy, yep. he's a blue guy. They're the Kree, and Carol works with the Kree, and she doesn't remember who she is when she gets her. She doesn't remember who she was before that. Okay. Mm. Um, so the Skrulls were are huge, uh, like alien race villains throughout the comics all the time, and Marvel would have probably went with the Skrulls and the original Avengers, but there was rights issues with that, so they didn't use the Skrulls. They used the Chitari, which were basically the Ultimate Comics version of the Skrulls. So Ultimate Comics was an alternate reality Marvel comic series. This is so deep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they used the Chitari in those Ultimate series, so the Marvel film division decided to use that since they didn't have the rights for the scrolls at the time. And why didn't they have film the rights, rights to the scrolls? Uh, I don't, it's, it's jumbled. I don't know the details, the legal jumbling mumbo jumbo, I guess yeah. of it, but uh, Fox, I guess owned a lot of it. And so with like some of the deals they've been making with Fox, they're able to acquire some of that stuff, the stuff, some of the stuff back. Okay. Fox owns like fantastic four, I believe. And yeah, I, th- I say oh. just give everything you got to Marvel at this point. Like, Sony finally caved and was like, okay, you can do Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm and glad they did. it turned out so much better once mm-hmm. they just handed it over to MCU. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the, um, there's one thing I do really want to point out of why I think Captain Marvel is elevated, and I don't, and I apologize if this is a tiny bit spoilery. I don't want to get into too much. Sure. But, uh, so, as you say in the in the trailers, there's images of her kind of going super Saiyan or whatever. Yeah. Um, that is only a little bit of it, and it's really it's an important scene because she's sort of realizing her full potential as power. Okay. And she talks at one point about how she's been going through her entire life with one hand behind her back and still being and still was better than a lot of the Cree her Cree colleagues, more powerful and more kind of badass. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was a really cool and powerful scene because it's overlaid with scenes scenes of her as a kid, like getting up after falling down, and it's motivational and it was great. But um, so my wife Nicole also a massive MCU fan, pointed out to me that she, she's like, it's sort of, that scene reminded her of just like what it's like to be a woman or even just like, mar- like marginalized people mm-hmm. who've had to like work like twice as hard to do the same sort of thing that, that white dudes do, yeah. you know? They, yeah. And they kind of like going through life with like one hand time behind their back. And then, and then when, when you fully allow them to have the power to like actually do stuff, they can do really fantastic stuff. Yeah, they don't, they don't start life with the same wind in their sails. Exactly. So I cannot take credit for that insight. That was her idea. She, she did <laughs> point good. that out to me, but it was, I, like it. I was like, that is, really I love that point. kind of thing where, yeah. where you yeah. don't even see, yeah. you know, I, that's something yeah. that maybe I wouldn't necessarily, I too mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily pick up on in a movie. Yeah. Anyway, that's good great. context because maybe I'll 
maybe I would like it. Yeah, we've been transparently we've been pooping on the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every, every great, new no. trailer got just worse and worse <laughs> for me. And I was like, what why? I don't know why. There's also a really great cat character that I think you guys will love. A oh, cat? Okay. Yeah. Well, well, the, cat, the cat steals the show a lot. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm sold. Yeah. Um, okay, and then this is where Spider Man would probably would have gone. But uh, into otherwise, the into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Into the Spider Verse. Come on, Joey. Gosh dang it. <laughs> Um, uh, Avengers, uh, Infinity War. What is this? Number three? This is, yes. Avengers number three, uh, and your third spot, right? In my third spot. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Number three is Avengers Infinity War. Exactly. Which is Avengers movie number three. Exactly. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Um, and I love Infinity War so much for, for, for many different reasons. The first reason is in the same way that the first Avengers kind of set the pace for all of the kind of the, for the future of the MCU, like, oh, this is something we can do. This felt like the culmination. This was the zenith of Marvel Cinematic Universe where, okay, we've worked, how many movies have they done at that point? At least 16 or something like that. It's part of Infinity War? Yeah. Something like that, right? Nineteen? Yeah. How okay. many are there now? Twenty twenty one, I think. Twenty one? I think I might you might be wrong. Captain Marvel is twenty one. I think the new one's gonna be twenty two. Okay. Unless oh. unless <laughs> you count the Inhumans IMAX couple day event. <laughs> which I would advise not to. Okay, <laughs> okay we won't comment. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> we trust your judgment. 22, yeah. holy cow. Exactly. So, I mean, all you have to do is watch 20 movies to get to this movie. And then, once you've done that, yeah. then you'll be able to enjoy this it's movie to its full hours. extent. Exactly. It's a lot. That's why it's so satisfying to be, mm-hmm. to be able to see a movie and then to have it pull it off so well, mm-hmm. where there's so many different characters. I think of a movie maybe like The Hobbit, where you're trying to focus on all the dwarves. And, and I, I do love The Hobbit. But I think a fair critique of those movies is it's hard to... F- who am I focused on? And they do such a good job in Infinity War of incorporating every character and keeping every character's unique personality, but making it one cohesive film. I just love that. And then the third reason is I thought the end, the ending totally blew me away. And actually, the intro totally blew me away, too. There's a scene in the intro... This is a spoiler. If, if you haven't seen it, skip 30 seconds. Don't care. Uh, where they kill off Loki in, in, a, in a not nice way. <laughs> and I, that totally caught me off guard. Wait, is Infinity War the... I watched the, the last part of it? Yeah, you watched the last The dissolving part? Yes. The dissolving part. Yeah, that totally caught me off guard. And I was like, oh my gosh. I thought for sure it was going to end. And they're like, he would get the last stone or something. And then the second movie would be how they have to fight him. But the fact that he gets all, all of the infinity stones and uses them. Oh my gosh. Like right away. Yeah, pretty much right away. He oh, gets them. Okay. Which so is, you, you thought that was going to happen at the end, but it happened right away in the movie. I thought he was going to get the stone and then they were going to fight him and he was just going to get super strength and then they have to fight him in, in part two. Mm. But no, he just gets the stone and like a real, a person in this position probably would do. They'd just be like, Hey, I've got the power. <laughs> I'm going to use it to do what I want. I'm not. There's not going to be like a a power up. You know, I'm not going to spend 30 minutes talking about what I could do. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was so good. It's it's very well done. It's it's cool. I I I also love that movie. It's um it's definitely kind of a like a love letter to the fans in a sense. Like you said, yes. you have to watch like 20 movies to get there. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like up until even uh, maybe a couple movies before that. 
they still did a lot to to appeal to people who really haven't watched all the movies. You could go into one of these movies and say, I, 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 I get what's going on. You can follow it. But if you go to Infinity War, you kind of have to have seen a bunch before that. Oh, yeah. Dang it. My Actually, question was going to be like, can I just watch uh, that tonight? I mean, you probably could if Joey like explained <laughs> stuff to you, maybe. Yeah. But I, I so read annoying. a review... <laughs> I read a review of Infinity War, I think, where somebody said, like, I, I don't know, like, all these characters just jump out and they don't do any explanation of who they are. As a casual <laughs> as a casual viewer, I, I was very confused and I was like, I don't think the movie's for you then. Yeah, that's yeah, why my dad came out of the movie. Viewer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my dad and my aunt walked out of the movie and they were like, ah, it was okay. It was a little kind of hard to follow. And I texted yeah. back, well, have you seen all of the other 20 movies? <laughs> no, I've seen, like, Iron Man 1 and yeah. I'm like, well, okay, well, there's your problem. Okay. Kind of rewards, the, I guess it kind of rewards dedication more than... yeah. But I mean, so many people, it's made like all the money. So yeah. I guess <laughs> yeah. what, uh, what race was, were the, the Zergling, the, the scary guys? Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> they're not necessarily a specific race, I believe. And I, I'm, I might be mis, mis saying this, but I think it's called Thanos's black order, black order or something like that. His, his, uh, his children in a sense. Okay. Uh, they're members of various other races that he sort of collected to go, come along with them. That is one of my complaints in the stories in the movie. I think they're cool and they're well like created and look cool. Yeah. But uh, one of my favorite comic series uh, is the, the Avengers slash new Avengers from the writer, Jonathan Hickman. Okay. Uh, it's this like expansive like series that he'd written like two concurrent Avengers uh, comic series that, overlap and overlay and come together into some grand events and stuff. And he pulled some of those, uh, they pulled characters from that, the black order, those like, so the Ebony Ma is one and I don't remember the other names, but there were, there were much more menacing and villainous in the comics than I do think there are in the movie there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty, they're pretty freaky. So it'd be interesting to read the comics. Uh, and have them. If you, if you are, if you ever think about reading the comments, I would comics, I would highly recommend that series. It's hard to kind of navigate because there are multiple uh, comics that are, that kind of combine. How many, really how many universes are there in the comics? Because you said there was the main one. The ultimate. With the Kree, yeah, and then there's the ultimate. So, spoiler alert, recently, a couple of years ago, they got rid of all of their universes in this big event that was part of that, that, that narrative I just talked about, the Hickman story. Okay. Uh, basically, all the universes, like, destroyed, and, like, some of them collided and into this one thing, and then they had to solve a problem, and, you know, comic-y magic stuff happens and eventually everything kind of goes back to normal but it's only one universe now oh interesting okay yeah. so it's, it's like a, we're gonna hit the reset button it's a, it's a big reset button yeah okay okay huh. interesting it's nice when you can do that <laughs> yeah like, comics are all about too, that yeah too much let's just destroy everything and start yeah. over yeah. Let's do it again yeah <laughs> all right what's your number three my number three was the guard first guardians of the galaxy oh actually. okay there you go yeah and so I, I chose that and i i kind of think that i often love guardians one and two almost equally yeah but i put one on my list just because of how I feel, how impactful it was. I feel like when it came out, at least to me, that was another one that I think Marvel saw as a gamble is weird. It's colorful. It's strange. Uh, there were, you know, it, it, traditionally that kind of thing would not have appealed to mainstream audiences, but uh, I, I'm a huge fan of like 80 sci-fi movies. Mm. Like I watched some of the, like really bad ones, like the Roger Corman produced like battle beyond the stars or, uh, Space Raiders, some of those old, yeah, I see, I arguably see, terrible movies, but I, see I, I love them sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, what <laughs> is he watching? They're all on Amazon Prime for free, <laughs> so spend some time. Like 80 minutes a movie. They're short and they're terrible, but they're great in some way. But Guardians was like kind of evocative of some like that 80s sci-fi that's just kind of fun and weird and colorful, and they went out, went for it, and it totally worked. It totally did. Yeah, so I love it. 
Yes. I like the music. Oh my gosh, the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. That's an A plus soundtrack. There are a few movies that have a better soundtrack than the Guardians movies. Yeah. That's all I have. That's all I have. <laughs> yeah. And I, I also love the dynamic between mm-hmm. Groot and Rocket. Oh, I know. It's just so, so funny. Groot's the tree. Groot's the Groot tree. Groot is the tree. Yeah. yeah. Is he a tree? Is that accurate? He's a tree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, don't ask me. I think he's a tree, but I'm sure he's I didn't know if he was race. a root or something. A Groot. Groot the root. Groot. Groot the root. He is a Vin Diesel. Yeah. He is Vin Diesel, yeah. I love him. He, he, did, he did the I am Groot in like all the languages, too. Oh, so, did? like, in the translations for oh, other countries, cool. he, like, just did, he just said that in other languages. That's hilarious. I, 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 I hear yeah. that he, he would go into the studio for hours because he wasn't satisfied with his performance <laughs> of I Am Groot. He's like, That's no, awesome. I gotta get that. I, that wasn't good. I gotta do it again. <laughs> I really like Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah. He's, what a delightful guy. Uh, all right, right, my number two, Captain America Civil War. Oh, I my gosh. I also like that movie. It's a great you did. choice. I did. I really liked it. Oh, yeah, this movie is so good. This this is basically, as far as I'm concerned, an Avengers movie. Uh-huh. It's not a Captain America movie. I don't think to me he doesn't feel like he's the focus. It's it's Tony Stark is equally the focus. Ooh. Yeah, your team, your team, Captain. <laughs> I'm Team Chris Evans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well said. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm Team Iron Man. And this 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 movie, yeah, sparked a lot of debate. Even though you're not a huge Marvel fan or or necessarily yeah. here a movie fan, I feel like we talked more about this movie than any other Marvel movie. Oh, for sure. Maybe well, maybe more than a lot of movies. Black in general. Panther. We've. I feel like we've oh, yeah, we, about, we have talked a lot about. Black is this a normal thing? Is it like Iron Man versus Captain America? Like, do people That's the have thing. like a favorite? Oh yeah, oh. they're always at opposite, like idealistic ends of things in the comics too. Like they're they always have different ideas for how to achieve the end goal. Like in the series that I'm bringing up again, the Hickman series, Captain America is always this idealistic. We need to have the moral high ground no matter what at what the cost. And and Stark Iron Man is kind of like I'm willing to do some really shady shit to get the greater <laughs> mm-hmm. good happen. Okay, so, interesting. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because that actually. Oh boy. Yeah. I, I would that it does interest me in terms of reading because mm-hmm. maybe really in good. that scenario I might take Captain's side. It's it's hard. I feel it, like there are different times where they make the better. Make I know because I was talking about case. John John Snow. Yeah. You know, the other Always week. does the right thing. Always does the right thing. Yeah. So that makes that leans me towards Captain America, mm-hmm. but it's more in the 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 law piece that I that I sided with uh, Iron Man. Are you Team Cap or Team Iron Man? In Civil War? In Civil War, specifically. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, it's hard. I feel like I kind of tended to side a little bit more with Iron Man in the movie. Sure. But, I don't know, I also sometimes didn't. Yeah. There's that airport scene. They did a good job. just such a great fight scene. Yeah. Um, Is that when Ant-Man becomes huge? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Becomes That's Giant Man. so awesome. Oh, <laughs> so awesome. It's so dang funny. It's a great scene. And then, uh, and then I also love, there's a sequence right at the end where Captain America is fighting Iron Man one-on-one. And it is so unbelievably epic. I'm, oh, I get chills thinking about it. They're like in a cave. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like the, yeah, they Pete-ish. fell aways. I don't know. I don't really know where they were. They were in like a facility and then they fell down. Yeah, somewhere. they're in the basement of a facility. Yeah. The t- highest dungeon of the lowest <laughs> tower. Sure. Or something like yeah. That. Sure. Bell Rock. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Civil War is cool. It's not on my list, but I would have probably given it an honorable mention. It's really cool that it's not this big villain that's really like bent on destroying the universe or destroying the world in some way. It's yes. like a quieter villain who's just kind of like slowly manipulating them. Okay, now I'm going to really dig that. Now I'm done with my Civil War comments, but I'm 
hoping that your number two or your number one is not Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> it is not. Okay. I think that out of all of the Marvel movies, to me, that is the most overrated. I think it's a good movie, but yeah, it's, me too. I, I'm with you. Like I, and I, I actually haven't seen that one in a long time, so I feel it would have been disingenuous to even include it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that it is a tad overrated. <laughs> yeah. Overrated. Civil War is also the introduction of Black Panther. It is, and Spider-Man. And yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. That's, that's cool that they did that. Yeah, that is cool that they did um, that. What a day. What a day. <laughs> what a crazy day. Yeah, you got two new heroes, too, yeah. out of the whole thing. One thing well, that does bug me about, and that's not, that's not about the movie itself, but the fact that, it, like you said, that it's just as much Iron, Iron Man's movie as Captain's, yeah. uh, that it's subtitled Captain America Civil War. Like, I, I don't like how they, I think that studios maybe tend to do that because then the first name might be the bigger selling point. Like they did that with the uh, Batman versus Superman or whatever. Like they had Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, long title. Oh sure. Like I feel like the, the uh, Dawn of Justice by itself might have been kind of a cool title, but then they had to plaster in the Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And I felt a little bit the same way with the Civil War. Like just it would have been cool just to call it Civil War. Yeah. But it's Captain America Civil War. Yeah, it's like they have to brand it that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yes. they promised Chris Evans like. He's Three headlining, Captain I guess. Captain American yeah. movies or whatever. Captain American. Captain American. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. It, yeah. it could be honestly called Avengers. Mm-hmm. Well, the original so, Captain America, I think, in other countries was titled just the first Avenger instead of Captain America, the first, the first Avenger. Avenger. Was that yeah. the first movie? Iron Man was the first movie. Iron Man. First, yeah. yeah. Okay. Iron Man, the first movie Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> So no, that, Iron Man. Yeah, just, that was the first, the f- very first movie. Yeah, and he gets his own title for that's that. That's weird. One, then why is Captain America called the first Avenger? That's a good question. Chronologically, because that one takes place in the forties. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah. Oh man, the chronology <laughs> is the hardest part. Is there? I'm assuming there's a chronological way to watch the movies. Oh, I'm, yeah. There's countless lists on the internet of people's in reasons why you should watch in a certain order. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's that's like, a it's black like Star hole. Wars. It's like Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. But the, I mean, you could, you could definitely pace it out chronologically in the movie timelines. How it would work? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you could. Cool. All right. Your number two. My number two, Black Panther. Black Panther. Okay. Black Panther. I think that uh, I think that from I think conversations we've had in the past, we would disagree. I, I do think you didn't care as much. Like Black yeah. I do too. I do too. It's it's middle of the road yeah. Marvel for me. So I I really really it's liked it. As it gets. <laughs> what? False. Okay, let's yeah. hear you, and then right. I'll, and then I'll tear you down. After. Let's see. Okay. So okay, so I have a few things to say about this one. <laughs> I really uh, enjoyed. it. I think that Black Panther definitely marked uh, a point in the MCU when they started to actually. And my number one does this as well, tackle social issues a little harder. Mm. And, I, and I thought that was interesting to see how they did it. Um, and I think that it's important to note that even though T'Challa, Black Panther, is kind of considered the hero of it, he's also no, clearly wrong in many things. Uh, the Killmonger character has this radicalized view of, of like how he wants to respond to systemic oppression and racial oppression over the years. He wants to take the Wakandan resources and uh, basically kind of become a conqueror in a sense, right? So uh, T'Challa, of course, is fighting that. and He's in the right, in the movie's perspective. But he also has this isolationist perspective. He has all these resources at his hand that he could be using, that Killmonger makes the point, you could be using to help fight 
these racial problems across the world, but he doesn't. And so it's interesting to note that the, that the solution doesn't really paint T'Challa as the ultimate moral good, I think. So like they, they point out in the movie if you, that the isolationism that they, they've been sustaining over these years is not morally great. And I think that was a really interesting dynamic to look at. And then he, I mean, he does change his ways at the end. He brings, he brings Wakanda forward and again. So, and I've heard, of, I've heard the comparison, uh, from somebody else. I don't know how good of a comparison this is that like, it's like, it's almost like a battle of like Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X mm-hmm. and how like you almost need to sort of have a, some, you have a, you need to have a little bit of that revolutionary radical inside of you, but you also need to have a little bit of that peaceful person inside of you yes. to kind of come together. And, and at the end, I feel like T'Challa does see Killmonger's point. Like he brings totally. him and brings him in like look, look over the here's Wakanda and they they have this like sort of understanding and I, I really appreciate a lot of that. I do think that some of the third act uh, is a little like typical fight MCU you know type thing in that yeah. and I get that, um, but I, I do think a lot of the themes are important and I love the world building in it too. Like we have some crazy cosmic stuff already, but the fact that we finally get to see the weird stuff that's on earth also. Mm-hmm. That is cool. That the, is com- cool. the comics, the earth in the comics are, is, is nuts. Like there's uh, Atlantis is there. There's um, South pole has like dinosaurs. There's all sorts of weird <laughs> stuff, a lot of weird stuff in the comics. And I feel like that was our first taste in like the, in MCU showing us that, the, that earth can be crazy, crazy and out there and yeah. colorful and wacky too. So I love that. I love the cast. Lupita Nyong'o is fantastic. I, also, if you haven't seen us, go see it. It's really good. Oh, we've wanted to see oh, that. Oh, yes. Super good. And she's great in everything that she's in. So it was fun to see her there. Um, and my, oh, I've, sorry. It's, I probably went too many points on this, but I have two more small points great. about this. Please. One, uh, I think it's really cool to see uh, them tackle the, like, the genre Afrofuturism. Like this was the first instance of, of the MCU tackling. And it's also nice seeing like Afrofuturism in a mainstream film. Mm. I don't, I have like a love hate relationship with like genre classifying. Like okay. I, I love to like classify like my books or my movies and like, Oh, this is like a specific type of sci-fi genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, like, especially if it's your list. Yeah. If it's my told, list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like sometimes you're boxing things in, but it does, it does take a lot from the, it's like futuristic specifically as it relates to like African culture. And I thought that was really cool to see, to see realized. And my last point, these are, these are all great points, is I, I call it the cultural impact. I think it is important to note that if a movie is good, you're not watching it in a vacuum. Like the cultural impact of that movie is something that is important to note. Um, so I, I'm a teacher. I teach uh, elementary school in, in Minneapolis and a public school. And I have a lot of students of color. And when that movie came out, I do remember that that was like, eternally quoted in my classroom oh, was it? with kids with kids who That's were fun. like i mean they don't they didn't really see themselves depicted and you hear this point a lot but it but i feel like i did see it like firsthand like these kids were like wakanda forever all the time oh yeah yeah doing but, the, the, but the, yeah. The arms another thing. cool part was like my girls like some of the girls i had like shuri the, you know T'Challa's sister they mm-hmm. were quoting her so much like they yes. almost the girls were more intense which is another reason captain marvel was really fun for a lot of them i got a lot of quotes this year from them but like they were quoting Shuri for like months after that. And it was really, it just, I thought that was just, that was like, like oh, my heart. <laughs> I, was just, I was happy to see that. She's really in the nice. running to become a Disney princess. Oh, yeah, that's right. Disney princess. Yeah. I too love Black Panther yeah. because it's visually very beautiful. It is. 
And just the way they brought Wakanda to life, I think, was great. And I really hate big, long battle sequences that take place in cities where there's a lot of destru- destruction. Yeah, you I do? get crazy bored. Yeah. Oh, like Transformers is like the most boring thing in the world. I like I felt literally fell asleep during that movie because I hate destructive scenes like that. Because because just because you feel like like it's overdone, or like do you think the first time you saw that you were bored, or do you think it's just because everybody's because trying to do that? It happens now? in the third act every single in every single movie. So what sure. I liked about Black Panther is it was in like a field. So it's like, I've, got, I've still got the battle, and yeah. I've still, like, I get to see the female warriors, which I love. Fantasy battle location. Fantasy battle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I get everything sure. I want. We're on a normal battlefield, <laughs> but there's, like, magic happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a good point, actually. Yeah, it is. I feel like the, the big city battles are kind of the drag. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to like Avengers. Yeah. When Bilbo one. was there, you know. <laughs> Taking direction from Shuri. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I can oh, yeah, yeah. Good name. point. Martin, Martin Freeman. Uh, yeah. Martin Freeman, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> those are all great points. Uh, great qualities of... Here we go. <laughs> all right. All, great qualities. All of the above. The cultural impact. Uh, uh, the Afrofuturism. Everything you said. All great points. I just don't think it makes it a great movie. I think it's important for our culture and it... it brought up a lot of cool things. I thought the first point you made um, about its societal impact, that's not something that, that had really dawned on me until you mentioned it, but you're, you're totally right. I do really like that. And I'm, I'm starting to think we're, we're both going to have the same number one. Uh, but ultimately it, 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 I find it absolutely bizarre that it was nominated for, a, for a best movie Oscar. Huh. It just feels so vanilla to me where it just follows the typical hero journey of mm-hmm. your average Marvel movie. And I know you, you brought it up briefly. I don't need to revisit it, but that third act, it just felt, it felt so vanilla. It, it didn't, the way it was told, it didn't break. I don't know. It, I, I, I didn't feel super attached to anything. It just, it, it was a little boring to me as a movie. But with all that aside, I too think it's huge, a hugely important movie. I just don't think that makes it a good movie. Before I sold my car, it was called Black Panther. So. That's good. <laughs> <Your> car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will say, oh Black man. Panther. That scene, I just, to, to bring this back to Chris Pratt taking his shirt off, I'll tell you who else <laughs> was more astonishing when they took their shirt off. Oh. It was Michael B. Jordan. The first time he takes his shirt what off and he's covered in the scars and he's just. his yeah. body. My God. That dude. That was crazy. Yeah. That was just my jaw drop. I never liked I was like, that, that guy, guy so much. <laughs> yeah, well said. Well said. I forgot he was... I totally forgot about him okay. until just now. About I think Michael because B. I don't remember any character yeah. names ever. So I yeah. was just like... Michael B. Jordan is so good. You, did you forget about him as like an actor or just like that he was in the movie? That he was in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Until you mentioned... Yeah. He's he such is a, a great actor, part though. of it. Yeah. yeah. And... You do bring up some good points. It it is it is it's still a great movie. Mm. It's just not in my top five. <laughs> All <laughs> right. <laughs> Without further ado, Here it is number one. I'm guessing yours is the same. Iron Man. No. No. <laughs> How is Iron Man not in your top five? I, I am totally blown away that Iron Man is not in your top five. But I see where you're going with this. You have the cultural impact. With the, the cultural societal. impact. Yeah, it is. It is a good. It is a great point. And then the weapons. I am I am totally caught off guard. I think it's great. 
It's a good movie. It's, you didn't it's a great movie. See you know, I think one. it's great that you don't have the same yeah. number one. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I don't yeah. like we it. We haven't had the same anything yet, I don't think, have we? I know. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's, that's kind of nice. Interesting. Talk a lot um, about things. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Iron Man totally set the stage for everything Marvel. Um, you know, this is, this is pre Avengers even. So it gets, as far as I'm concerned, more points there. It's like, oh, we can pull, the, pull off the superhero thing because we did it very successfully with Iron Man. Let's make another. Set the tone there. Tony Stark is such an awesome character, I think. What? Jen's looking at me with furrowed brow. And you, <laughs> I know you totally Bewilderment. Disagree. You hate Robert Downey Jr. I don't like him. I think he's is, so charming. Hate is pretty accurate. I like him. Yeah. He's the opposite of charming. To me, he, in every scene he's in, he steals the show. It's like, if he's on screen in any scene, there could be Thanos on the screen fighting uh, the Hulk. And if Robert Downey Jr. is off to the side making a, a, fans, a funny quip, I'm looking at Tony Stark. I just think he's so <laughs> dang funny. He's just got a charisma that it just turns me off. I don't get that. I don't know. I don't either. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's like Tom Cruise. He, okay. It's like the same level of charisma. It's like uh. they do. They aren't trying to get you to like them. You just feel like you should. And I feel like I, agree. I have like he has the charisma. opposite reaction. Tom Cruise uh, has charisma. Dwayne Johnson charisma. I like Robert Dwayne Downey Johnson Jr. though. Charisma. That's like the type of actor he is. You like him because of his charisma. Um, Overrated. <laughs> Overrated. Um, it also wasn't this the first uh, movie to have the the after the credits sequence. The first movie ever. Not ever, but this basically popularized the after credits it made an expectation yeah it made an expectation for there Fast to be furious used to do that oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying well Speaking i'm just saying Dwayne and vin diesel maybe they maybe they did do it first or i'm sure there's loads of movies that have done this in the past but nobody i feel like there's a lot of people now that stick around until after the credits because they think there's going to be something and it's thanks to iron man okay for setting the sure. stage isn't the worst if you stay and there's nothing though all right you're number one and i'm to, i'm Eager to learn, and I'm, yeah. just, I'm still so surprised. No, I, it's so I've, I have to. I guess I have to make the point that I think that Iron Man is a fantastic choice. Civil War was a fantastic choice. They are not on my list, but it's not mean I do not <laughs> like diplomat. them. Oh, I do. I, like I was just discussing. I have a friend uh, that I talk about this stuff a lot, Khalid, and he and I were, had agreed that it's probably much easier to do a bottom five MCU list. I'm a huge <laughs> comic book movie fan. Like he's comic movie, I'm in the door. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love them all, even even the kind of bad ones. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so my number one is Thor that. Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yes. oh interesting. Yeah. I've Thor seen Ragnarok. part of this. Yes. <laughs> jump in with your ideas. Oh, so many ideas. <laughs> so I absolutely love this movie. I love uh, the director, Taika Waititi, I believe I'm pronouncing it right, I hope. Uh, I was a big fan of uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah. I was a huge oh, fan of that movie. Such a weird movie. It's super weird, but I love it. <laughs> and I love the, the, how he, how he kind of like was able to infuse his weird style of humor into that. Yeah. And just like, just make Thor cool and fun again. Um, he did make Thor fun again. Yeah. And I think that was great to see. But, um, that being said, I did like that he, he did make it like socially relevant. And I know a lot of people picked up on some of these things, but there's a really interesting theme of sort of like imperialism and revisionist history in that. If you, so the whole premise is that um, Kate Blanchett's character, Hela, comes back and was sort of buried 
by Odin. Like she was this goddess of death and she used him or, or he used her to help him, con- help him conquer the realms. Right. But, uh, he didn't want that part of it, their history to be mainstream anymore. He wanted to be known as this peaceful, benevolent person. Like, Oh, he's a great warrior, but he's peaceful and morally has the moral high ground. So he kind of like locked that out of their history and nobody really knew about that. Um, when she comes back, she literally like shatters the ceiling with the paintings of them doing all this peaceful stuff and shows all the conquest and death and darkness that they'd covered up. Yeah. So it's a really interesting hmm. thing. And I feel like it, it, it says a lot about, especially like in America, how we tend to like maybe sugarcoat, sugarcoat some of the bad things we did. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, like <laughs> we, we are, like we had this peaceful offenders. like Thanksgiving with the Native Americans, but we, you know, we slaughtered a bunch of them. Like that's sort of yeah. what that makes me think of. Yeah. And, 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 and to that point, like, uh, Taika Waititi, he's not Native American, but he's, uh, he's a, um, a native New Zealander as well. Hmm. And one of the interesting points that he did is he, he fought to have uh, like Aboriginal representation on set as well. And they filmed parts of New Zealand on like Aboriginal land or like Maori land. And he, he made sure to, to hire like Maori companies to, to like bring the water in, to have like creatives who were nat- like native creators come in and be part of the set. So he actually like went out of his way to make sure like it was an inclusive place, and that I think that's cool. a really cool piece to it. Facts. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. Otherwise, I just think it's a really cool. So it's it's also cool to note that that was kind of the first major MCU movie that had like a, a female villain. Yes, and that, I think that I mean other than um, the, it's movie wise, other if you have Agents of Shield or Agent Carter, the shows they have had female villains in the past. Or, the shows are a lot more progressive in representation in general. Hmm. They started off that way. But at this point now, we're a lot better um, in the movies. And, and Kate Blanchett was great. I really liked Hela. I, I loved Hela. In fact, I was disappointed that they defeat Hela in the movie. I, I want... Oh. I wanted more Hela movies. I, uh, I was like, this Hela's cooler than... All these other bad guys. Why right? can't she be like... A th- I want her to have a three-part... She could be Thanos... That's how she, cool she is to me. Yeah. How cool is that scene where she like does a thing where she like wipes her hands over her head and like grows the antlers? Oh my god! What? So cool. I must have tuned out by then. So cool. Yeah. It's in the oh, beginning. She looks so oh. cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's the very beginning. It's in the beginning. She was a gotta rewatch. Was asleep <laughs> <at this> point. <laughs> Seriously, I can yeah. fall asleep in five minutes anywhere, so it wouldn't be a surprise. I just yeah. remember. I just I like Loki a lot. Loki. <laughs> Tom oh, Great. Uh, another great point. Thank you, Jen. Uh, You're welcome. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Loki. I think that movie served Loki really well mm. of like bringing his arc to a really great place. Like, so he started off as this like nagging younger brother to Thor. They didn't always get along, but he knew he was like a, he thought he was a good guy. Then he's like straight up villain. Then in Thor two, he comes into like reluctant, like teammate, but still sort of villainous. And then we come into like Ragnarok and like, they actually have to like realize they love each other. And I, it was a really cool. That is really thing. cool. And I also liked, um, the thing I liked about Thor Ragnarok, it felt more, you, you were talking about how it, it brought humor back. Yeah. It feels more like real Greek mythology. I know it's stupid to think like, oh, it's Thor, so it needs to be Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. But I just do like that because Thor wouldn't, wouldn't really have been a smart guy. He'd yeah. be kind of the stupid the stupid character, and Loki would be pulling pranks all the time. And yeah. that's how this felt. It's like, it, oh, it did. Thor's just kind of dumb, but he's super strong. Yeah. And Loki's pulling, like... <laughs> and they kind of need each other. Yes, yeah. they need each other. Yeah. Is Kate Blanchett a sister? She is. Yeah. Yes. So why is Thor so hunky, in com- like, and the other two look like each other? Is that just, like, a character choice? 
That's great. That's actually a really weird character choice because technically Loki's not biologically related to them, right? Yeah. He's an ice frost giant. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know why oh. they look alike because they're not even, there's no biology there. And by look alike, I mean like they yeah. have black hair. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I've seen that. Yeah. That does, it's an interesting question. I don't know. Best answer is, best answer is just movies. Yeah. Does hmm. Thor still Something. have an eye patch? He took it off the eye patch. No, he has a fake eye now. Yeah. But he's got the fake eye. Mm, yeah. yeah. Convenient. Yeah, he looks pretty BA. Also in Ragnarok, so many new great characters. Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie was awesome. I oh, love Jeff, that Jeff Goldblum. That we don't like. Yeah, you don't like her? No, oh, it's mostly the actress. Westworld. I don't oh. like her in Westworld. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that's what it is. Well, I thought her character was great. I also love Jeff Goldblum. Oh, of course. Yeah. Can't you Jeff can't Goldblum. not Who doesn't like Jeff love Goldblum. Him? Best. Yeah, and it was super super fun to see like Thor palling around with Mark Ruffalo's Hulk palling around. Oh yes, that was, that was so cool. I, I actually. Yeah. I wish that hadn't been shown in the trailers. That would have been cool if it wasn't. Holy nice smokes. Can you imagine the surprise yeah. on your face? <laughs> it's like, Hulk. Oh, my God. I must yeah. have missed that part, too. Yeah, in the, in the trailers, they show... <laughs> it, there's, like, at the end of the of the trailer, it was... Thor's in, in kind of a Coliseum area, and he's about to face off against someone. And then the doors open, and it's Hulk, and he goes, I know this guy! Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I just think, had, had they not shown that, and you went to... I'm sure that sold seats. I'm positive that sold probably way more seats to the movie. Mm-hmm. But if they just said, hey, we don't want to spoil anything, you went in, and then you saw that it was Hulk, that would have been uh, like um, uh, seeing the Millennium Falcon again for the first time kind of moment, where you're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that would have been so cool. I mean, that's a fantastic scene. What's the line that he says? This is like... He's a, yeah, he's a friend from work. He's a friend from, he's a friend from work. That's it. <laughs> oh I love gosh. that. And that's in the trailer. And so that's a bit of a bummer that we saw that, but it is still a great scene. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Do you want to recap your list? Oh yeah. Lists. Yeah. Joe, you go first. Okay. So I had uh, number five was the Avengers. Number four, Captain Marvel. Three was Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, two, Black Panther. And one, Thor Ragnarok. All right, my number five, Guardians of the Galaxy. Four, Captain America, the first Avenger. Number three, Avengers, Infinity War. Number two, Captain America, Civil War. And number one, Iron Man. And my winner and my, is... And my, no, oh, okay. excuse me. Excuse me. I have yeah. a winner. Oh, okay. Captain America, Civil War. Good choice. Good choice. Thank you. Great choice. Of my <laughs> five that I've seen and, you know, a couple of halves... <laughs> That I realized along the way. So here's an important question for you, Jen. Do did any of our conversation inspire you to want to watch any more of them? Uh, well, it's kind of like when someone's like, "You should go and watch Mad Men," mm-hmm. and it's just such a large undertaking. Yeah. So, uh, no, not really. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, where can where can we find you? <laughs> I don't know. I do. So I I write for Twin Cities Geek. Twin Cities Geek is a local site that f- covers arts, culture, science, and stuff. And I'm a science and tech contributor with the site. And so if you would like to read any of the things that I write, it is there, TwinCitiesGeek.com. And you can look for my stuff, but you should also read all the other stuff because it's all great. Well, thank you so much I for being on the show. Yes, well, thanks thank for you. having me. It was super fun, guys.